It's time to pile on with Action Sports Jack's Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken. Hey everybody, welcome into a mid-August edition of Action Sports Jack's Pile On Podcast. Brent Martineau, Dan Hicken, and Hello. football season is like in mid-season form. Well, let's just hope the Jags aren't in mid-season form. I can <laughs> hope not. Holy cow. Uh, between injuries and the, the way that thing looked on Thursday night, they'll do it again this Thursday. Uh, Eagles and Jaguars, uh, Philly Foles week. So should With be a no lot Foles. of fun. With maybe no Foles. Uh, that's my prediction is he doesn't play. We'll find out. Uh, injuries are the, the big story. Coach down in the dumps. Cam Robinson comes back. Did he get the message? Was oh, it a, a message being sent? Yeah, it kind of feels it like it appears it was. like it was. And then you got the video of, uh, you know, Cam dancing on the table, and you know, <laughs> but he's not good enough to practice, which could lead to, hey, get your A back out here on the practice field. You know, I'm clearing you. That's right. If you're good enough to do that, I don't know. I mean, it's part of it is the grind of a hot training camp, regardless of, listen, you know, we sit here as fans and, 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 media it's easy it's easy and you know it's not they're not hitting okay but it's still a grind it's still out there in that hot sun for two and a half three hours I mean it's 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 a bit of a grind so uh working through that now a couple weeks in it gets a little monotonous you know so uh that that's part of it but there are some issues here and 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 they've got to work through them this obviously is it's going to be interesting with Marone it's either gonna it's either going to be brilliant and all that matters is whether they win or lose and it almost really, my first thought was, you know, if it's Kansas City 41 and Jacksonville 14, the, we know what the storyline is going to be now. Camp was too easy. Yeah. The Chiefs were better Absolutely. prepared. But big picture is all that matters is at the end. If you're 9-6 and six playing for a W that last Sunday to get into the tournament. You're going to lose some games. So What's fascinating is we have no idea how this is going to go. If you look at the three years of Marone only, yeah, right? Year one, it was a miserable camp. Yeah. Coming out of there, I thought they might get two wins, and, and they go on and have a great year and one yes. of the best years in franchise history. <laughs> Last year, things looked a little bit better. There were a lot Super Bowl. Of, yeah, you know, you had a good vibe, even though yeah. the Blake thing was still yeah. interesting. You're like, okay, he's going to take a next step. But not only that, Dan, we were right. For a month. Yeah, he was great. They were 3-1. and one. And he threw for 380 against the Patriots, looked good against the Jets, had a little hiccup against Tennessee, but you're, those are going to happen. We'll take 3-1. and one. We're on our way to 12-4 and four and a 1-2 or two seed in a rematch with New England. And then, bam, it blows up. And then they lost everything. You know, and obviously the injuries and the poor play and everything else, and now it sets up a situation where some people think they were glad to have their jobs back for year number three. Yeah. And now here we are again, and this camp looks like dire straits from the coach on Saturday morning in terms of how Eeyore-like he was coming <laughs> about their injuries. Um, He's taking a calculated risk. Yeah, really is. I, I mean, it, And it's so different because it's— And it goes against his grain. It does. It certainly goes against his boss's grain. Uh, he might be out there all, all alone on this island, and you know. But you know, it's a it's a it's a risk he's willing to take. So, um, and again, we'll see. I mean, it, it has not been a difficult physical training camp, that's for sure. So many teams. If you go talk to a team, oh, well, it was a physical training camp. We got a lot of work done. We really, whenever we could put the pads on, we did. That's not the case here. If you go back, and you've been around for every single one of them, so I, I don't know how you quantify these yeah. and how you grade them. But I've you, ranked them 1 through 25. <laughs> toughest to <laughs> well, Part of our 25th season celebration, <laughs> ranking of training camps. But if you do seriously take his three years, yeah. he may have had one of the most difficult ever yes, in franchise year history. One. 
and he right now might be having one of the easiest. Yeah, it's of all crazy. Time. That's a weird thing for a coach. Usually, you're one way or another. Yeah. Now, listen. They always they've always said to me, it's it's a uh, 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 you can go from being a hard ass to a nice guy as a coach. You can't go from being a nice guy to a hard ass. Yeah. So, which was probably part of Gus's problem. Right. So here here he is. You know. I'm listening to his players, and I'm sure part of the message is, all right, you guys, we're going to try it a little bit with you in mind, but you better take care of us. You better deliver. Yeah. Uh, one last thing. The injuries have been such a focus point. And by the way, not only from the outside, but Doug Marone, who doesn't like to talk about injuries, right. has talked a lot about injuries in the last yeah. week. And yet I feel like we got to pump the brakes on the skies falling because if you really look at the first – game or first month of the year right i mean okay they're going to get marquis lee back they're going to have cam robinson in the first month at some time even if they don't have him in the opener right quincy williams is going to be available we don't even know how good the guy is to begin with right and then the last one um i'm missing one uh josh oliver yeah now they even said today that he might be ready to go by week one doug looked a little perturbed about the oliver thing like he should be out like wants him back out there too yeah i just think he's i think he's perturbed because coaches get mad when guys aren't available yeah and so i think it's the whole thing is but i think it's worth mentioning to the fans who who feel like the sky is falling Mm -hmm. that wait a minute there's a difference no there's nobody that's out for a long term now knock on wood it can happen sure it might happen in fact it probably will happen right but this team right now is still on pace to get to the first week or two of the season pretty Mm -hmm. healthy Mm mm-hmm and, yeah. But they also know, I think the, the paranoia about it is a great indicator of what we saw Thursday mixed with what we already know. And that is, they are razor thin at some spots. Oh, man. And you cannot lose. And obviously, quarterback's one. Mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette's another. Mm-hmm. Some of the offensive line and tight end, those spots are, you can't lose some guys in a season. Like, they could lose a defensive lineman. Yeah. I, I don't know which one. They'd, they'd really hurt if they lost to Calais Campbell. Sure. But they could lose a defensive lineman, and they have some others. Yes. They can't lose some of those other guys. And I think that's kind of the mixture, is what we saw the other night where they have no depth. They, they showed like they had no depth. And then you are razor thin, where if you lose Foles, if you lose Fournette, this, anything you had planned for this season probably goes away. All that matters are wins and losses in the regular season. But – an interesting point is if they sit out 20 or 25 guys again Thursday night, uh, we're taping this at uh, Monday, um, the fans won't see anybody in two preseason games. No. And I don't, I don't look. It's not fair to the fans. It's not fair. It's not Doug's fault. It's no. the NFL's fault. Yeah. It's a real problem that must be addressed and fixed now. Yeah. It, 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 it's no longer ha ha ha. It's not funny anymore. And it's, but it's a, here's the issue. It's a half-the-team problem because, like, listen, uh, most a lot of quarterbacks did play. A yeah, lot of they players didn't play did a lot. Play. They, they didn't, didn't play, play a lot, lot, but they played no, – see, that's okay if you at least play. Played a drive. People understand that. Yeah, I but think if you to don't, a point. But if you go the first two games yeah. and Nick Foles doesn't play, yeah. well, that's different. Yeah. Right? It feels different. By the way – Jared Goff's not playing, yeah, but even yeah. that's different. He's but like Nick a young Foles, quarterback. Yeah, Nick Foles ain't – Tom Brady or Drew Brees, and and he's on a new team. It's just but he's you can just also, as important to this franchise as those guys. Yeah, but are you can but you can argue that he. I, I listen. I know Tom Coughlin. I know Tom Coughlin. There is no bone in that man's body where he would say it's okay to not play yeah, this yeah. guy. He's not calling the shots. Remember, no. they played a ton in the first year. I know. Remember how much they played? I, we were like, wait, wait, keep Leonard off. I, I listen. I know this is not. This goes against the grain, and I. I and it goes against Marone's grain. Oh, yeah. So, 
We'll see. Like I said, calculator risk is the best way to describe it, and we'll see how it ultimately pans out with this football team. But understand, and he has to do it with the knowledge of understanding if Kansas City, who's a very good team, comes in here and whacks the Jags, you know, uh, pretty good at home. It's going to be a storyline now. Big picture, it may not matter, but for that week, it's going to be a storyline. And by the way, Kansas City might be so good that it didn't matter what the Jags did in correct. the preseason. They might that's just correct. whack the Jags. That's right. I mean, that's possible. But but, but that won't be the No, that won't be the storyline. <laughs> especially if nobody plays this week and they play like, a, I don't know what they're going to do week three. Well, if you don't play this week, why even play the next week? What's the point? I mean, did the Rams what, sit everybody out last year for like the whole. That's kind of the narrative that yeah. I've gotten, and I, I should go check. I know Goff didn't, and Goff's not playing again. Yeah, I like, looked. Bortles up, is going to play a lot in L.A. in the preseason. I looked up the. <laughs> um, I made a face. I looked up the Rams last year preseason. They were two and two, and it, again that doesn't matter. But they went to Baltimore ironically and started the preseason. They lost thirty-one to nine. So a lot like the Jags. So John Harbaugh's like, gosh, this is great, man. You know. So anyway, so Jags that right through the Rams playbook. They yes. stayed at the same hotel. Yeah. They practiced the same way. We'll they the actually had the same score almost. <laughs> I didn't realize that they yeah. lost thirty-one to nine yeah. in that one. Uh, all right, hey, uh, let's. We'll talk so much Jags. So let's sure. shift focus and. Uh, we're, we're a little bit away from a college football game. Miami yeah. names a starting quarterback, uh, Jaron Williams. Yes. Uh, surprised it's not Tate Martell because I'm surprised because I knew the name. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Right. I mean, we don't pay attention to Miami's quarterback situation and right. depth chart that much, but we knew the whole Tate Martell situation. They got the waivers from Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't play because on they paper, were loaded. On paper, Martell would be the guy. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't get it. Now, this guy's a dual threat guy. There's a, a lot of re- things you read. It's about maturity and how much he's grown into the situation. But he's going to get his first start against Florida in Orlando as an underdog. Oof, I just don't think they have a quarterback at Miami. It's as simple as that. He is the belief from everyone I've talked to, and I got a couple people down there, uh, on you know that I that I know. He is believed to be the best passer of the three. Martell is more of an athlete. He's a he's a kid. I, if you watch the Netflix series, or maybe it was I don't know Showtime, one of the where they follow the high school quarterbacks. He went to Bishop Gorman High School in Vegas, and he was an athlete, a cocky little athlete, yappy. Talked a lot, and, um, you know, parents, very, 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 very proud of him. Like, <laughs> he's the best high school quarterback ever type stuff, to the point that I'm wondering if if uh, Manny familiar. Diaz today goes, uh, uh, if, if Ethel, Manny's uh, secretary, goes, uh, Coach, line three, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Martell. You know, I mean, so. Transfer I, portal. Yeah. I mean, what happened, man? You told us come down here, and he played. Oh, I said he'd get an opportunity. What? You know, I don't know. So, but it, it is interesting. Um, but it's a tough spot to, for the kid to start, for sure, which is, you know, good news for the Gators. Uh, let me give you um, from the flip side if I'm a Miami fan, is there any advantage to the Gators not really having much on this guy? I mean, well, they, they don't know him. I mean, we, have, we hardly know him. I don't think so because Grantham is going to play the same way against whoever, right? Yeah. Grantham is going to go get the kid. He's going to blitz everybody from every angle. And like I said, that's a tough first game. Um, the main thing for that kid is to understand that, you know, he may make a mistake. He may get hit. He may call. You know, you got to just go on to the next play, go on to the next play. You got to fight through some of that stuff because uh, Grantham lick, is, will be licking his chops at an inexperienced quarterback for sure. Yeah, I wrestle with the idea of this too is – if he struggles in the first half, uh-huh. 
you know, a lot of people say, okay, then put Martell and see what he's got. Yeah. Ooh. See, I think that's dangerous. If yeah. you name this guy, you the don't guy, bounce around. I, I, the bouncing yeah. around does not help football teams. I guess the only way you'd do that is if it was like. Ten to three. That's right. If your defense is holding up, yeah, and, and yeah. you and, and your job and you as a chance. coach is to win the game, absolutely. And my guy just is not completing any passes. Yeah. Let me try, try somebody, somebody else. else. But otherwise, yeah, I, I, if you name them, you you run with them. That's not what always happens. No, no, you know, because no, no, it's no. T- I, listen. I, I will admit that's a tough thing for a coach. But yeah. I, I think the ideal situation is if you're going to stick with this kid, especially a young guy who yeah. might be in the program a bit, right? Try to work through the bumps. Kind of like they did, and they had to do with Felipe <laughs> at yeah, times yeah. at Florida. And you know what? Though overall, it might have paid off. Definitely going paid through off. some of those yeah, bumps. Yeah. So he'll be the other. You know, it'll be fun to see what he brings. How better? How much better is he? How much more mature is he? What's going to happen when Miami's front seven attacks? It's very that good. Inexperienced offensive line and hits Felipe Franks a couple times. Will he be able to handle it? Will he? go back uh, uh, and show some immaturity and throw the ball away or throw the ball to the other team, you know, who knows? Uh, Seven-point favorite, that's it. Yeah. That seems a little odd. Well, you know, 10 I'm taking three. the Gators. Yeah, ten and three, seven and six. Florida played really well. I don't know if you Neutral can carry. Sight. I don't know if you can carry momentum over from the end of last year. Miami was horrible in their bowl game. Florida was really good in their bowl game. There are a lot of mitigating circumstances as to why those things occurred, though. So, but I would think Vegas would look new coach yeah. on, a, on a weird circumstance yeah. too, mm-hmm. quarterback that's never played or an mm-hmm. undecided at the time they did the line. You know, the Felipe's great. year three, Mullen. I mean, it's just a little surprising. There's another, another really good story here is that you know Manny Diaz was Dan Mullen's defensive coordinator. Yeah. So the chess match Knows is on. Him. Yeah. They know each other. Yep. You know, so that'll be fun. Um, all right. Uh, well, college football just around the corner will yeah. be there. High school football starts this week with some kickoff classics. Yes. And that'll be fun. That's all I got. That's Are it. You missing anything else? Uh, Your Mets are hot, man. They are, man. I'm so happy to have meaningful games in August. It was fun to watch them at City Field. And the 2020 schedule came out. I'm already pouring over my baseball trip. It did come out. I have yeah. to look at that. Yeah. Because I'm on to look at some games. I got year. I got Mets, Marlins, and Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico that might be fun. That's a good spot. We've got a little, um, we got a little Houston, Milwaukee type thing we might be staring at. It's the Wait bad thing about how do, you, how do you hook up Houston and Milwaukee? Well, they're at Houston and at Milwaukee. Well, that's back not even back. close to each other. Nothing's close anymore. That's what sucks about about their scheduling. It used to be like if you'd play Milwaukee, then you'd go to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. If you played the Angels or the the Dodgers, you'd go down and play the Padres. There's no rhyme or reason. I went from Minnesota to San Francisco this year, so it it drives me crazy a little bit that way. But we're, we we try to knock out some American League parks because you know we're not going to have that opportunity to always go to the American League park. So Houston sense. would be good. I like it. Yeah. Um, but do you feel at all like that you um, that you turned on your team because you uh, buried them buried so him? early? I mean, no. I think that's what fans do. I'm just a typical fan. Well, I get it. Yeah. I'm not knocking you for it. Yeah. I'm just saying very few times, uh, usually when you bury a team, you, they're buried. The more I know about sports, the less I know about sports. Yeah. As far as predicting what's yeah. going to happen. Well, look it's at amazing. The, look at the St. Louis Blues. You just said it about the Jags. Yeah. The Blues. You're right. Um, it, Some people think the Mets are going to the World Series. <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, have I, you seen? Like, yeah. Which is hard to figure because, listen, the Dodgers are good. Yeah. The Braves are good. Anybody in the Central's they good. They talk about them like they're a slam dunk for the playoffs. I'm, I, if you ask me today, Dan, are the Mets going to be in the playoffs? I, and I'm not doing this as a fan. I would still say, no, I think we have too many shortcomings. But we'll see. It might have been. the They've made a lot of questionable decisions yeah. over the years. Yeah. But getting uh, Stroman 
and everybody scratching he their was, head. He was overdue to hit one after all the disastrous moves yeah. he made in the offseason. But he gave that clubhouse <laughs> some confidence. Yeah. And Callaway's did. been ripped. Yeah. And you got to give that guy some credit. He deserves a lot of credit because he stayed the course. He did. And didn't, you know, he blew up one time this year. <laughs> he did have that one meltdown. Um, but then that's when they got hot, too. Yeah. Well, no, right they got that. hot after Brody threw the chair. Brody yeah. and, and, and Callaway had a meeting. And Brody threw the chair because they blew a win for DeGrom. And uh, since that point in time, they've been pretty good. Yeah, and that's a good – baseball's fun. Never a dull moment. That's fun, but it on both fun. sides, there's a lot of good teams. Again. Yes. And it's been like that for – now, there's a lot of have-nots. A lot of have-nots. And that's the danger. But I do feel like over the last few years, we've had more good teams in baseball mm-hmm. than we did, say, 10 years ago. Well, we don't – we could go on and on about baseball, the whole – the way the game's being played now. No, the, that part's these, disgusting. These kids but, that are coming – I mean – the kid in Cincinnati, seven home runs in ten games. I mean, it's just—it's a joke. It's, it's yeah, it's mind. It's a joke, but I still love it. Yeah. for now, I do too. Until they get electronic umpires. If they do that, I'm done. You're done. I can't handle that. I was almost done after the strike, but I can't. Way I, back, yeah. But really? I came back with the kids. The kids yeah. brought me back. See, I, I was too young for that. that didn't yeah. bother me. Yeah, the kids brought me back. That's so, good. Yeah. It's been fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, Action Sports Jacks Pile on Podcast. Yeah. Brent Martin, Dan Hicken. We'll do it again after this Jags Philly game, right. and uh, we'll see how they're doing. You've been listening to Action Sports Jacks Pile on with Brent Martin now and Dan Hicken.